Blog Talk Radio. Special winter solstice and happy hour show. We're airing live from Crossville, Tennessee. We are in uh, the cold area. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> tomorrow we may be freezing our little, you know, woodies off at two degrees, oh, maybe yeah. less than two degrees. They're saying we're going to be in the minus zone with a little bit of snow. So, everybody, uh, happy holidays and happy winter solstice. It has happened. The solstice is here. It is the shortest day of the year. We're very excited. Uh, we are your hosts, Nancy and Lisa. Nancy is the mother. I am the daughter. We are a travel team. We travel full-time on our Love Your Parks tour, where we document parks and public lands, and we also host the Daily Big Blend radio show. We publish a variety of digital magazines, all under Big Blend magazines, and um, you know what? We're excited. This is mm-hmm. our big, you know, hoorah of the year. Yeah. Uh, you know, this year has marked 15 years of radio, 25 years of Big Blend magazines from print into digital, and 10 years of being on our Love Your Parks tour. We know thousands of parks have been documented, and we're mm-hmm. getting there. We're getting there to actually document <laughs> them. And um I'm I'm excited, aren't you excited, Nancy? We've got so many good people on the show. It's we're never ever going to run out of work. (laughs) No, we'll never run out of work. But we have some of the best people on shows um, that come on our shows periodically or are monthly, and uh, we have a lot of them on the show today. And it's just exciting. We have musicians, and we have authors we have wine making experts we have got everybody innkeepers uh travel people i mean everything uh photographers nature people everybody is here and we're excited about it and we have a part two because of course we always go over time as you all know so part two is coming up right after this show with joey stuckey uh he's gone the show an amazing musician and we have Glenn Burroughs from Norfolk, England, talking about English traditions of Christmas. And we have some Hollywood history with Steve Schneider coming on. And he's uh, going to be on the show today, too. So stay tuned. So we're going to start up, as many of you know, our party shows. You know, we travel full time. So we have a travel uh, mascot called Priscilla. She's a very cute, sweet pink sock monkey. And um, <laughs> she's going to be driving a bus, the virtual bus, as she always does. And she's while she drives, she's going to stop and then serve everybody their favorite libation for the holidays, their favorite snacks, because it's her turn to do some work because we've been doing a ton of work this year, and it's about time that little monkey did something. Don't you think, Nancy? Yeah. She's been, especially during COVID, she wasn't out that much. So I know she's been hibernating. Mm-hmm. So it's time for her to come out and party, and she's ready. That's right. Believe me. That's right. Exactly. And we're going to play some games. We're going to have some great conversations. We're going to play some music. One of our guests is celebrating his birthday. It's like, come on. It's cool. Okay. It's his birthday. 
Are you ready to bring our first guest on the show? Sure. Are you ready? Yeah. Like there's like all these people on here, and I'm like, who's who? All right, everybody, (laughs) stay tuned. I know we have some great guests joining us. Stay tuned, and we're gonna get the bus started. Are you ready for the bus, Nancy? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. show and that show has kind of gone a little crazy we've been doing a lot more segments than we thought and that's really great but I want you to go to her website uh, go to carrerafineartgallery.com but again she is on our show every fourth Friday and more and welcome back to the show Margot. how are you I'm fine I'm Good. happy to celebrate with all of you how awesome. is Good to have you back. And Margo goes way back when to past our 25 years, right? It could be. Just don't tell him our age. I know. Margo knew me when I was 22, I think. Yeah. And that's how young I am. Okay. (laughs) But you know our... Uh-oh, I can't hear you. Yeah, I can't hear you either, Lisa. Mm-mm. I hear Nancy. Hi, Nancy. I can hear you, Margo. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, you know. It's good. nice and warm here in San Diego. I hate to it's, say that to you guys. It's I like know, 65. It's so not warm here, but yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, we'll, we'll blow some warm oh, air Okay, your way. can you hear me now? Yes. Yes, we can hear you now. Okay. Okay. So what I wanted to ask is, um, Margot, you're on the, the party bus, and, you know, we do the Nature Connection show with you, and we're always worried about what's happening with the climate and everything. So what do you do you approve? Because we are actually solar run, and this is the one big blend party bus that can travel anywhere with solar grids on the roof. What do you think? I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm so yeah. happy and yeah. And we're celebrating in our household because my son's um engineering team, physics and engineering team, um uh created energy um cool. through I yeah, and um they're just uh uh, they create. They've been trying to create energy through fusion, I guess. I, I'm oh. not understanding this. And they were able to do it where they put in less energy than came out, and it's the first time ever. And uh, it's amazing. So, so you never know where that will. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That is fantastic. I saw you post that on Facebook, and I think that's fantastic. Fantastic. So shout out, shout out. We want to do that. Uh, you know, really what's going on there, but that is huge. That is huge, Margo. 
I want to ask you, what would you like to eat and drink? Because Priscilla, our sock monkey, is ready, you know, to do that. Oh, okay. Well, I'm an old-fashioned girl, and I like mulled cider. Ooh. Ooh. Doesn't that sound good? Yeah. Yeah. In the the cold weather? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think so. I think so. Mulled cider? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We can do that. And what would you like to eat? Oh, gosh. (laughs) We had tamales for lunch. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that makes us a little homesick. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> tamale. No, I'll no, have a tamale with that. <laughs> tamale. You know, that is, well, that is the way it is, right? And and that is awesome. And I want to go to our next guest. So everybody, are you ready to go to Arizona? Are you ready, Marco? We're going to go to Sure, Scottsdale. I'll hop on with you guys. Okay, we're going to Scottsdale, and we're going to chat with one of our friends who knows all about wine. See how quick that was? We went from San Diego all the way to Phoenix, just like that, or I should say Scottsdale. And our next guest on the show is Peggy Fiendaka, and she is on our show every first Wednesday with our podcast, Wine Time with Peggy. Uh, Peggy and her husband own LDV Winery, where they make wine out of the Chiricahua Mountain region, just southeast of Tucson, Arizona. It's some of the best wine. So go to ldvwinery.com and check that out. Um, but Peggy knows all about parties. And so when we had a party, we're like, you know, Peggy, you got to get on the show. you got to come out and party with us. So welcome to the show, Peggy. How are you? I am terrific. I mean, I've been to a lot of parties, especially a lot of holiday parties, but never on a party bus. So this is a lot of fun. Well, now, did you see that there's a whole cabinet of your wine in there? Like, what wine would you pull for all the guests right now? Because you've got a lot of wine going on. We do. We do. And we have a a full variety of wines. But, you know, it's it's, uh, getting evening. It's a little chilly here in the desert. And... I would pull out my signature Petite Syrah and pop Mm -hmm. the cork uh, this evening. Uh, It just, you know, we got the fire going at home, but I know I'm on the party bus, and I think we pour the Petite Syrah all around. It's a crowd favorite, and it just uh, warms your your belly really nicely. Cool. I like it. Ooh, I like that. Now, mm-hmm. what about mold wine? I know you've talked about that on our show. Would that be something that people could do, like, right now for the holidays, something easy to do? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I heard that Margo was was drinking her mold cider, and mold wine is such a, a wonderful winter warming drink. And I make mine with a full-bodied red wine like a Syrah or Zinfandel or a Malbec um, Mm. with that apple cider and a little honey and and maybe some winter spices like star anise or cloves or juniper berries in there and nutmeg and then um, spice it up a little Mm. bit with with some fruit like orange slices or, um, you know, anything apples would be great that – you stud with some um, um, nutmeg or or, or um, cloves, mm. I guess is what I was thinking. But yeah, no, that's that's an easy easy uh, drink this nice. time of year. Yeah, a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I want like to go it. to 
Margo, what do you think about that? Would you switch from the cider to the mulled wine? I absolutely would. That sounds wonderful. I didn't know she was on the bus. <laughs> if I would have, I would have said that. <laughs> well, see, but this is the whole point. But this is cool. Yeah. We get to have different things. So we can do mold cider. We can do mold wine. We've got Peggy's wine on the bus. We're solar driven. This is very cool. And we're going to go to our next guest. So everybody, hold tight because Priscilla's been, you know, pouring a lot of drinks. Apparently not that much food. Peggy, do you want some food? Just oh, sure. No, I just want a drink. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm in your I think we went to Tucson. Um, I, I do believe, is that Mark Photographer, Mark Photographer, <laughs> Photographer, Mark, Mark Photographer on the line? Are you there, Mark? Knock, knock. I am, I am here. Get on the bus, Mark. Uh, can you tell us, do, do we need to do special things to the bus to make it like a good photo spread for Time Magazine? Because we'd like to be on Time Magazine. Well, I know we got our own. Hold but, up their, hold up yeah, their drink to, to make it look festive. Do we oh, have yeah. to clean it? Do we have to clean the bus? Like really shine uh, it up? Now Photoshop it. <laughs> yeah. <We'll be> <laughs> I like that. I love Photoshop. You could do I anything know. with it. You I could know. do I love anything it. to anyone in Photoshop. Oh, very much, yeah. Uh, but you still have to be a good photographer, and that is what Mark is about. Uh, Mark, mm-hmm. you've had an amazing year, and everyone, if you go to Instagram.com, go to Instagram, Mark Navarro Photo, or go to his website, MarkNavarroPhotography.com. Mm-hmm. Mark, uh, you've had an incredible year, haven't you? You've, you've gotten your photos in all kinds of places. Uh, yep. It's been pretty busy here. So besides the regular work that I do, you know, real estate, portraits, all that kind of stuff, I, I got a photo in a calendar with the Arizona cool. Game and Fish Department that Arizona Highways was sponsoring this contest. So I just kind of go, well, I had this really cool photo that I liked of the Sandhill Cranes out by Wilcox. Mm. So I submitted it, not really thinking anything, because they had thousands of submissions. And lo and behold, they contacted me and said, you're going to be in the calendar. And I ended up being January for the 2023 That's calendar. So cool. Which is pretty That's exciting. So cool. That's amazing. Peggy, you know that area, Wilcox, wine and, and oh. cranes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. A lot of people come down to the winery and and mm-hmm. also go get up really early and, and go watch the Sand Hill Cranes um, take mm. off. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's it amazing. I love that. I love that. Mm. Well, we're going to get back on the bus, um, but before we go, Mark needs to have his drink. What would you like Priscilla to make you to drink and eat? Uh, well, I think this time around, I've, I've been kind of on this roll with eggnog martinis, so, so it's kind of become my new holiday favorite. Mm. It's basically eggnog with vanilla vodka and amaretto and a little bit Ooh. of nutmeg sprinkled on top. Oh, wow. Ooh. Well, excuse yeah. us then. You know, oh, don't, wow. don't, 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 <laughs> don't, 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 Very that. sweet and fattening, but they're good. Hey, we're all about that. That's all, that is all good. Well, you know, we also have uh, an amazing author joining us, so I think I'm going to get the phone number right. I don't know. We're just going to get back on the bus and see who we pick up, so stay tuned. Okay, now, is this Kevin or Shelly? I don't know anymore because <laughs> I'm on the bus. Well, who just Kevin's joined here. us? Is I that Kevin? Kevin. 
Kevin, yeah. I was going to make you Hi, a Lisa. girl for you? a day. Hey, welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Kevin. Uh, hey, listen, Kevin has been on our show twice mm-hmm. over, what, the year and a half, Kevin? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah it, 2022, twice, Jeff. Yeah, Kevin is the author of Book of Souls, and then you got into the Book of Demons, and yeah. it, dude, Kevin, but then at the same time, like, you wrote a Christmas series, like a, a Christmas book, too, so can you just fill us in on this, and everyone can go to kevinmorepublishing.com, it's more M-O-O-R-E, Type in Kevin Moore on Blend Radio and TV dot com to read mm-hmm. uh, read about it and also listen to his interviews. But Kevin, tell and and speak up a little louder so we can hear you. But you you wrote Christmas stuff on top of souls and demons things. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I think it's all spiritual. Yeah, the the Christmas book is called the Christmas Stories, seven original short stories, and they're just seven vignettes of people's lives around Christmas and mm. um, they vary in uh, storylines from, you know, with, with a theme for each one, you know, like a woman who appears to have everything, but doesn't have anything, uh, mm. you know, a 911 operator who used to be a homecoming queen and her life has gone to crap. Um, oh. And she oh, no. kind of redeems herself <laughs> <laughs> on Christmas Eve. Uh, so yeah, it's called Christmas Stories, seven original short stories, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here. And I feel, I know you guys are talking about drinks, and I feel because I'm a wino, so I know oh, Peggy well, is the wine maker. <laughs> yeah, so I love wine, but I feel like because it's such a festive occasion that I was going to go with uh, a car, a traditional cocktail. Okay, so what is it? So basically, I, it's from the 20s. As an old bartender, you think I'd know exactly what decade it Ooh. came from, but I know it was one of the original cocktails, and it has, I like it with Hennessy cognac. Ooh, um, orange, now you're talking my language. Orange liqueur, mm-hmm. yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. With um, a little bit of fresh lemon juice, and then mm. you... Instead of the rim, like with a margarita, you put a you know salt on a rim. You're gonna put sugar on the top of this rim, Ooh, and then you garnish it with a little piece of orange, and it's so good. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> what you know? And you know, I I, the name I learned of about Hennessy's from an old boss when we used to be in the music industry, and and uh, teach people <laughs> how to play exactly. or, musical organs. I have to say music, you know. I know so musical. But, I know exactly um, who you're talking about. Yeah, please. Stefan, <laughs> Stefan, Stefan, and my was my boss, and we drank a lot of Hennessy. But that was really because we were all into blues, and most mu- blues musicians, Carvacier and Hennessy, that was the same. Yes. It's it's Love about it. it is that and. I I didn't know that cognac existed really until I got to this country and I was like, oh well, this is fun. And then apparently I drank too much of it and I should probably stop. So I learned to stop that. But um, it is it is a great thing if you're a singer. It's good for your throat. It makes you feel happy. It's warm. And you you may tell everybody what you want to tell them, and maybe that's not good. But it was good. It was a good good run. <laughs> So, yeah, it's good for anybody who likes to talk. You could use it for, you know, it's good for your throat. It's like a cup of tea, but a little stronger. 
Yeah, yeah. See, no, I love what, this. That's what my granny taught me. She she called them toddies, and um, when I was about 12, 13 years old, she'd wake us up when we, because we lived between my parents and my grandmother, she would wake us up with a hot toddy, and mm. and it was a kick in the pants. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, okay, so, Kevin, Emma. you got to have some food with a kick in the pants. Yeah, there was a kick in the because pants. Because you must have munchies with it. <laughs> what would you like as your, your snackery? All right. Well, since the sidecar is kind of a classy cocktail, I think I'll have, like, a piece of sushi, like maybe a spicy Ooh. tuna roll or something like that. Oh, um, wow. Okay. That's a whole, yeah. So the sock monkey has to get her skills on. So, like, good luck with that. I'm <laughs> just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. Everybody stay All on right. the bus. We're we're getting we're going to head on out. And uh, I think we're going to stay in the California, because you know what? Uh, Kevin's in L.A., and I think we're going to stay in that zone. So stay tuned. You never know where we're going to land up. Oh well, it it now is this Shelly? Is this Ward? Who is this on the eight one eight number? I just gotta go. Everybody's got different numbers. So, hello. Uh, is this is Johnny. Are you, is am I coming through? Johnny, you're here. Hey, everybody, yes. cool. it's Johnny's birthday. He is a solstice child. <laughs> We've got to give him a happy, happy birthday. So on the count of three, one, two, three. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. To you. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. you. Oh, wow. It's an echo. Happy oh, that was birthday. wonderful. Thank <laughs> you. There's so much to celebrate. Congratulations <laughs> to you guys on your anniversaries as well. That's oh, so well, great. Thank, thank you. We're going to have those shows next year in, in January, and I know you're going to be part of that. Uh-huh. But Listen, Johnny, yeah. happy birthday. You've you've released a Thank new you. video today. You've you've been doing new music. You've been busy. You've been busy. So what would your cocktail <laughs> sure be? Have. What would you like to drink? It could be well, non cocktail y that sounded bad. But what would you <laughs> like to drink? <laughs> well, I think first of all I want to say Priscilla is very pretty in pink. So she is pretty she's she's a, she's she's pink. stylish. Yeah. 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 She's still so and I think that. I'm going to tie in with the song that that uh, that I picked for us to listen to. Um, it's from my Christmas album from Spirit and Nativity, um, and it's uh, the song is called "The Baby in the Cake," and it's about the uh, the my, I'm married to a Mexican, and so I've learned a lot about uh, Mexican culture, and mm-hmm. uh, so the the Rosca de Reyes is a um, is a is a it's similar to the stolen that my grandmother used to make. So it's like, uh, it's like a fruit cake, yeah. and it's shaped in uh, like a crown. Like, and because the idea is it's it's you eat it on yeah. on January sixth on Epiphany, and um, <clears throat> so they what they do is you know in the tradition in the story, um, people had to hide their babies from King Herod because he killed the firstborn in each household. So they hide a baby. It's like a little plastic baby Jesus in the cake. Yeah. And then yeah. if you get the baby in the cake, then you uh, then you have to have a party on um, Dia de la Candelaria, which is February second, and mm. uh, you um, 
you have to make tamales for everybody. And oh, so, um, yeah. so, I, so I think I'll have a, and since it's my birthday too, I'll have some cakes. So I'll do the, the rosca de reyes. And, and then um, we also sing about um, having champorado, which is like Mexican hot chocolate. Um, mm, but it has like cool. rice, rice in it. And it's, um, and I like to throw in a little bit of uh, fireball whiskey with it. So, yeah. Um, that uh, gives it a little cinnamon <laughs> kick. But yeah. um, but I, I think I'll do that to tie in, you know, with the song. I think yeah. Marta would like to get into the tamales again, yeah, too. But, yeah, I'll yeah. share my tamales with you. That would be perfect. And we used to live in Mexico, so we know exactly what you're talking about because they got they got some good they got some drinks down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chocolate is really good. But talking about wet feet, and and we're gonna play Johnny's song in a little bit. But I, I do want to bring um, Miguel on the show. Uh, you mm. know, uh, Michael is uh, been on our show for I, I don't know how many years. Miguel, uh, we call him Miguel. Uh, Michael Ely. Sometimes we go Ma, Pa with him. Uh, Michael Papa, and Papa. Ma, Michael is and a musician, a singer, songwriter. Uh, him and Spider did a lot of the music and sounds for our shows. You've heard heard our Big Blend Radio sound that's from Michael and Spider. Uh, so go to michaelandspider.com. He's also a gay activist who's kicked some major butt in regards to legislation. Um, and uh, yeah. Michael, welcome back to the show. How are you? I oh. want to give you a hug. I miss you. I miss you guys too. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy birthday, hey. Johnny. Hey, thank you. Happy holidays. Yeah, this is good. It's good to have you back. We're going to play Lotus Blossom in a little bit, but I also want to bring on the show Miss Lisa Snyderman. But you know, we're all eating. And Michael, what are you eating and drinking? Well, you know, I'm 69 years old, soon to be 70, and an important part of my diet these days is prunes because you know <laughs> they just. <laughs> so I'll be having a poo driver, which is vodka and prune juice with a splash of lemon. No way! And oh my gosh! No. Of course, gingerbread cookie and figgy pudding. Of course. Figgy figgy pudding. You want some figgy want pudding? pudding. <laughs> okay. Bring him some figgy pudding. All right, all right. So stay tuned. Some figgy stay tuned pudding. because you're choosing what we all chose so far on the show. We have many people joining us. Stay tuned yeah. because we're going to bring Lisa Snyderman on, and she doesn't know what to eat for a good reason. Sixteen. Rejuvenate. So I think I'm paleo, but with rice and potatoes and red wine and chocolate. There's paleo and keto and inflammatory AIP. Mediterranean vegetarian Candida Whole30 gluten-free. And some say eat more fat. And some say eat more meat. So how come it's impossible to know just what to eat? If I want to cut out carbs, keto is a fit for me. If I want to heal my gut, I should sure try AIP. But if I can't eat cheese or wheat, maybe paleo's the key. So why is it so friggin' hard to find something to eat? Too many choices. Too many decisions. Everywhere I look, there's another book, another scheme. Another scheme. Too many choices. Too many selections. 
can't somebody just tell me what to eat? Avoid sugar, avoid alcohol, avoid syrup and caffeine. Avoid grains, legumes, dairy, GMOs, nightshades. Avoid processed foods, additives, trans fats, corn and soy. And eggs and nuts and seeds. And after that, what's left to eat? Vegetables. Eat lots of vegetables. Eat the rainbow. How much is too much fruit? What if I can't stand fish? So is there a diet just for people with MS? According to this, I'm a lacto-over-vegetarian. Maybe I should go vegan. So what do they call someone who is gluten, dairy, sugar, meat-free, but eats fish? High maintenance. Too many choices. Too many decisions. Everywhere I look, there's another book, another scheme. Another scheme. Somebody just tell me what legumes and fruits and nuts and seeds and eggs and fish and grains. Can eat them all if I recall if I go Mediterranean. But oh, good God, this really hurts my brain. Oh, here's yet another way, another diet, another craze. Completely contradicting what the last one just conveyed. And now bad fats are out and good fats are so in. But how much coconut and avocado... Can you really binge? Too many choices. Too many decisions. Everywhere I look, there's another book, another scheme. Another Too many choices. Too many selections. Why can't it be easy to get what my body needs? Too many choices. Too many decisions. Can't somebody just tell me what to eat? I think you can eat a lot of avocado and drink wine from Peggy's. <laughs> Peggy, she's, Peggy Winery is what? vegan. I'm just saying, and welcome to the show, Lisa Snyderman. No, there's AD. Welcome back. Hi. How are you? Oh, that was so much fun. Uh, was, yeah. It's exactly. I was just thinking when you were like, I was like, what are we going to eat? Because that was the first question. I knew you were going to ask me. Thank you. I know. So what are you going to eat? And, and by the way, I've got oh, a lot more people yeah. coming on this show. Everybody's on the bus, and we're going to get to everybody. we got people all over. But we got lots of people. So I'm going to have, yeah, I'm going to actually start with a drink. And since I'm so food restricted, I'm going to do a pear mojito mocktail. And it's like okay. basically a regular mojito, but you use pear juice and fresh mint and basil and sparkling water. And so that is going to be my, my yummy drink concoction. And I mm-hmm. think it will pair well with a plate of charcuterie. So lots of cheeses oh. and veggies and crackers oh. and dips and, you know, yummy meats and things. So that is what I would eat. Oh, cool. uh, Peggy, Peggy, you got her covered on that. Peggy from oh, LDV Winery. You got her covered. Yeah. You got her covered Absolutely. on the charcuterie. Yes. Awesome. Yep. She, Peggy just Wait, was on our show teaching us how to make that, how to do the right things with the right wines. But, like, yeah, it's important about the mocktails. I see that everywhere. I personally am not into the mocktails, but I'm I'm with you because, <laughs> like, you need to. You know what I mean? I get it. And people yeah. need to have them. No, no. I, first, I, was like, I think also sometimes you just can't, you know, you're driving or whatever. So have a mocktail. People need to have those um, options. <laughs> what do you do at the winery, Peggy? Perfect. 
I yeah. own it, and so I'm a winemaker. We grow grapes and uh, sell them in Scottsdale, and and we ship all over the country. Mm. Cool. But what if what if and, someone can't drink right, wine? What if someone can't water drink wine? Or, yeah. yeah. Oh, you can still come and she throws uh, them out. Just go along with your see. friends. How can you not drink wine? Mm. Right. Right. Yeah. No, no, but well, because you, because people can't. Like you could go with a friend, and then the friend can't drink wine, but you can. And and like Lisa would go with me to a winery mm-hmm. to be yes. like my friend Lisa wants to go, and the other Lisa doesn't want to go. Like, but she will go because I want to go. And then Lisa will go like, well, what am I going to drink while you drink wine and get smiley face? Like, you know, <laughs> water and there's things. There's crackers. You have charcuterie, though, right? Peggy, that's a thing. That's right. There's things. Yeah. See? Absolutely. Yeah. And plus, you sit and watch, uh, sit on the patio and people watch. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a perfect place just to hang out. And there's so much going around at our tasting room all around the area. So you wouldn't be bored. You'd have fun. I like that. I like that. I, I, I believe... Am I right that Shelly Wizen is here on the show? Yes. Miss Shelly, Shelly. you're here? You're here? Yes, I'm here. Hello, Miss Shelly. How are you? Miss Shelly Wizen is on our show every first Sunday, Soul Diving with Shelly. She starts January 1st. She's been on our show for a couple years, but Soul Diving with Shelly is starting on January 1st to get us all straightened and hooked up. So we're excited about that. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm very excited about being here. I love the bus. I love the drinking. I love the eating. I love the company. <laughs> and Shelly I mean, has a book about, you know, cooking and eating and what mm. are you going to bring to the table? And, and basically, what are you bringing to the table in life, right? Yummy exactly. deliciousness. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. It's I how like to live it. a yummy delicious life. What oh. what would you like to eat and drink? Miss Priscilla, the sock monkey, will get it for you right now. Well, my favorite drink of all time is sake. So, so hot sake is mm. my, my wow. go-to. I love, 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 love hot sake. And, wow. But listening to everybody else, I might be persuaded to drink a cojito, which mm. is a... Uh, it's, it's from Puerto Rico, and it's done with coconut milk and coconut cream and rum and all good things, cinnamon and everything else. It's, a, it's kind of a thing like a, yeah, it's not necessarily a mojito, but it's, a, it's like a, it's like a um, Puerto Rican eggnog is what it is. See, you put um, the yeah. lime in the coconut. Exactly. You all up. Yeah, love mm. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. So, I love it. So what are you yeah. going to eat? What would you pair with that? Oh, with, oh with, okay. If I go with cojito sake, I, I would pair sushi because that's my all-time favorite food also. So um, uh, actually, okay. you could drink anything with that. I'm going to go with sushi. I'm going to go with a um, seared salmon sushi, my fave. Wow. Okay. Everybody's yeah. like got some good foods going on there. Um, Michael, did you? Did yeah, you, yeah. I mean, what are you eating? I want to make sure you're eating, <laughs> Michael. What are you eating? <laughs> what am I eating right now? Yeah. <laughs> um, and what are you drinking? Uh, did we go there? 
I want to make sure you're yeah, taken sure. care of. He's a he's a good he's host. Like, I can't believe you've already forgotten. Well, I have. <laughs> I have. You know me. You're you're breaking up because you, you you've already told us. See, so now you're breaking up. You're breaking up. But I'm okay. So hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. First, and and we we've got to go back to Kevin Moore because he's got things going on with his book. But first, I I'm serious. We've got like we're gonna we're going to go military style here. We have got mm. like the coolest joining. The bus just went to Minnesota. How are you all feeling? I told you it's the coolest news, but we went to the coldest place in this country. Are you all feeling good right now? Do you feel it, or are your cocktails making you feel warm, mocktails making you feel warm? How are you all doing? Is everybody, can you all just give me a yay? You feeling yay. good? Yay. Yes. Bus is working. Yay. Solar power is working. But um, what we're going to do is we're going to get off the bus and get onto a tank. Because our next guest is military historian and author, Mike Guardia. He is like an award-winning historian, award-winning author. I can't keep up. I think 23, 22 books, 23 books and 23 coming up. Um, He's on the History Channel. He's got all kinds of awards. Go to MikeGuardia.com. But welcome back to the show, Mike. How are you? Hello, ladies. I am doing great in spite of the weather. It is a balmy negative six outside right now. No, and, uh, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah. I'm in an no. uphill battle to Yikes. stay warm. Dude. No, we don't what, like is it. Is it better getting into a tank or should we get into like a different kind of car? Like what, what should we, because it's going to go negative oh. two tomorrow for us. And we're going to do a live show through a snowstormy thing, and I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm like, please let it happen. Like, every, so, you're going to be on it. So, like, you've got to work us through this thing. What is the best thing that we should do all be protected and safe? Is our bus, Priscilla, the sock monkey, driving okay? I mean, we got solar power. I mean, are we safe? For sure. Yeah, any vehicle will do at this point as long as it has a heater. Well, okay, it's so, solar powered. It's been solaring for quite a while. It solared up all through summer. We went to the desert and visit Michael <laughs> and Mark and Peggy. It went to California and visit Margot and Shelly and Kevin. So I think I think our bus is pretty good. What do you think about our tires? Do we have to have better tires? Yeah, well, snow tires will definitely help up here. I think really uh, what makes the big difference is if you got a four-wheel drive vehicle or not. Um, yeah. Though I though I, I, I did find out four-wheel drive does not always mean four-wheel stop, especially if you're driving on ice. Oh, that's really <laughs> you true. You know what? Absolutely You true. know what? Four-wheel drive is a hoot. I had more fun with four-wheel drives in Africa, but in this country, not so much unless you get to go way out in the wilderness, you know, mm-hmm. where you can really play, as I would call it. But mm-hmm. how can I say? There's driving and there's driving. Mm-hmm. There's All right. Street, yeah. Yeah. There's, I, I think it's, Mike, I got to ask you, what are you drinking and eating? Let's see. Um, drinks consist mostly of alkaline water these days. Got to keep, uh, got to keep the pH level in 
my body at tip-top shape if I want to keep my girlish figure. Uh, so let's see. We, <laughs> so we got that. And then let's see, aside from, uh, aside from that, um, now the audience has to keep in mind that I am a father to two young girls. So uh, around the, around the holidays, my diet seems to gravitate towards whatever they like. You know, we, we do a lot of the, we do a lot of the Hershey's kisses. Um, we do a lot of, uh, we do a lot of Christmas themed milkshakes. Uh, a lot of mint chocolate chip ice cream gets thrown into Ooh, the Ooh, nice. Uh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're keeping everything festive and, uh, you know, keeping the good solid Christmas theme going forward. Uh, you know, of course, uh, of course, uh, me, I'm at the age where I have to, uh, have to exercise portion control, even if I do it begrudgingly. Oh, oh I, I understand. You're so responsible. I understand. I understand. <laughs> so I want to I want to bring on. Um, we've got other guests joining us, but I want to go back to Kevin Moore. Uh, Kevin, I wanted to touch base with Hi. you. Make sure Are you there. Yes, I'm here. Okay, Kevin, I know because you have to get off the bus soon. Are you good about getting off the bus in Minnesota? I just want to make sure because, like, I know. I know. Uh, yes, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my cocktail with me to help keep warm. Yeah, yeah I, I don't blame you. But tell, tell everybody, I, I want before you go, because we've played games, but there's a lot of us here, obviously. But um, tell us a little bit about what Christmas stories are. Is all about just before you go on that. Uh, Christmas stories is really it's not it's not a saccharine kind of book. It's about you know people with real problems and how they deal with them around the holiday. And um, mm-hmm. it's gotten some really good response. We hit uh, number one on um, Christian allegories on Kindle um, last week. So it's, nice. it's been fun, and it's just yeah, yeah. They're not your. It, I shouldn't say this because I wish it were, but it's not your hallmark kind of stories. They're you know some of them are a little darker than others, but mm-hmm. some of them are you know lovely and fun, and they're all about Christmas. And in the end, uh, people you know work their things out. Mm. I like cool. that. And everybody, Kevin Moore Publishing dot com. He has had such a great run. With his books, he's been on our show a couple so times good. over the years with Book of Souls, Book of Demons. Go to KevinMorePublishing.com. And when you hear Book of Demons, it's not what you think, but it is what you think. No, it's <laughs> no, And Book of Souls is so not well what you written. think and not what you think. So really encourage you to go there. And if you go to BlendRadioAndTV.com, uh, just type in Kevin Moore. It's M-O-O-R-E. And uh, you'll hear more. So thank you so much for joining us. And hold on to your cocktail. And and listen, I'm sending you some mittens and some underwear for, like, under, what what do you call those, Johnny's, like, warm (laughs) things. Yeah, those those warm things to make you have long jobs. Okay, so you know. All right, well, thank you guys for inviting me, Nancy Lisa. I always have a blast. And it was fun meeting a lot of you guys on virtually and uh, I will be looking into all your stuff. So oh. happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy new year. And uh, have you. a great time on the bus. Thank you. Mm-hmm. you too. Well, the Cheers. bus is going to take Christmas. off. Bye-bye. 
And listen, hey, Bye. Kevin, you could actually stay on the bus because now we're going to San Diego. So anyway, everybody stay tuned. We're going to go get, pick up a, an attorney. That's what we do. <laughs> San Diego. Ward, are you there? Is that you? I am here. Hi, Ward. Ward, Ward, Ward. San Diego Attorney of the Year. He is the dude. Ward is here. He'll be on our show next Wednesday. He is on our show every fourth Wednesday talking about California employment Mm -hmm. law. But listen, we wanted to make sure you were here on the show. BestEmploymentAttorneySanDiego.com. I will never forget that domain name. But um, <laughs> happy holidays, Ward. What are you drinking and eating? Priscilla wants to make sure you get on the bus, have a good drink, eat well, and then, you know, I know you have to go play with a case. And it may be Johnny Depp and Amber Heard again. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to do a reconciliation for him. I think, you know, I think they enjoyed each other's company so much they ought to be back together. What the heck? I know. Um, she's settling. She's settling. Um, yeah. <laughs> a cool million. Uh, yeah, exactly. Anyway, but what well, would you like? Yeah, you know, I uh, started brewing beer again, and I, oh. I told you about that, I think, a month <laughs> yeah. or two ago. And uh, I had pretty good luck brewing a Chimay clone. And as you probably know, I've probably said this before, I love Chimay beer. That's my very favorite. So it's either going to be Chimay or my clone, which I think is doggone good and just about there. Uh, It's getting better with each uh, day that passes. It just gets better and better, and that's what Chimay is supposed to do. So that's what I'll be drinking. And you know what you have with a good dark beer like that? I, I got to have prime, prime rib on oh, the bone. Dude. Yeah. Ooh. Make it rare. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait. Wait, wait. Steve, <laughs> Steve, Steve from Lion in the Rose Bed and Breakfast and Ashville, yeah, hey. are you on the show? You're here, right? Did I'm you here. hear yeah, all of that? Yeah, I was kind of hanging out the back of the bus, but I may have managed to get on there. I know. Oh, I'm we're sorry. Here. We're like everyone's late, but it's just it's one of those shows. I apologize, and everybody can like yell at me, but like the new year is the new year, right? So I'll beg forgiveness later. <laughs> but Steve, you brew beer at the Lion on the Road yeah. Bed and Breakfast, so lion-rose.com, everyone, in Asheville, North Carolina, one of the best frigging towns in the country. And We've San Diego is one of the best frigging towns, too, like seriously. Um, but <laughs> You brew beer, so what do you think about what Ward is saying? I've never heard of that kind of beer. Is that a brand <laughs> or a, a type? Oh, Chimay, yeah, it's made by Trappist monks in Belgium, oh. um, and it's it's pretty expensive. Uh, like out here hmm. for twenty two, twenty three ounces, uh, you'll usually pay fifteen, seventeen dollars for it. Uh, oh. So it's really a a lot cheaper if you brew it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but of course, the I trick is making it nearly as good. Um, but yeah, try it sometime. It, it is a dark beer, and it's very malty. So if you if you like the oh. the hoppy beers, maybe that's not for you. But I really like the maltier beers better. Um, yeah. So. But when yeah. All right. Well, go out and buy some. I know you can find it yeah. in Asheville. Asheville's hip. Oh, sure. But, but when you brew it yourself, what do you do differently to make it dark? Like what? Oh, it it has to do with the ingredients you get. Um, you mm-hmm. get yeah. You, could, you go to one of these 
uh, places where they uh, have all the brew equipment and mm-hmm. all the hops and the barley and the malt and all this stuff. And you just you, – you, you, I get a recipe, and I usually just grab it off the line and say, hey, I'll try this one. And mm. uh, you just grab the ingredients, uh, bring it home. I usually do it with a buddy. And we mm-hmm. uh, brew a couple different kinds of beer, but you, it's just it's whatever the ingredients are that makes it dark or light or hoppy or malty. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, wow! So, Ward, what are you happy about this year? I know you have to go because you have to go sort that settlement out. With, yeah, you know those people. <laughs> what are you happy about? Uh, wow, um, I have a lot to be thankful for. And I just feel like I'm counting my blessings all the time. Um, you know, my daughters are coming over for Christmas Eve. We're going to have a great time. And I've been having um, just good times doing stuff with them, like going my, one of my middle daughters at UCLA. And I go up there for football and basketball games. And it's just so fun to have a kid that goes to a place that has good sports teams. I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> um, but I, you know what I think I'm most thankful for is uh, getting through my uh, – the first draft of my book you see? and I am now working on the second, well, you know, editing it. And I, cool. my projected uh, date for it to be uh, out. I'm not even sure. Uh, I may publish it on Amazon. We'll see. I haven't made all those decisions yet uh, is April. So I really want to get cool. super serious these next four months and get it to a point where I think, yes, this is done. Awesome. Ward, we're going to hold your feet to that fire. Well, thank you. Yeah, it at that. So, you know, there you go. We're going to do that. We're, we're all proud of you. We know we've been dogging you about this book. So we're excited. Get her done. Get her done. Happy Get Christmas. Done. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I know we're going to record your next segment tomorrow. So everyone, keep up with Ward at bestemploymentattorneysandiego.com. He rocks. He's the man. So thank you, Ward. <laughs> I know you're going to get off the bus so we can go pick up Dr. Jackie. You know. Yeah, well thanks. Thanks for thanks for coming by and picking me up and having me on for this short little segment. And I can't wait to talk to you guys tomorrow. We'll have a good time then. And thanks for everyone uh yeah, putting up with me and just coming in and out. But boy, uh, this bus is full of great people, so I you guys know, are the having bus a great time is, the bus me. is out of control and people are already mad at me cuz I keep picking up too many people, but that's the way it is. I'm, yep, I pick up, I'm a picker upper. All right. <laughs> All right, we're going to go pick up Dr. Jackie. Cool. Thank you. Am I in trouble yet? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Happy holidays. Oh, happy holidays. We miss you. Dr. Jackie, I want you to meet Peggy Fiendaka from LDV Winery and tell her that on the holidays, we're allowed to have more than five ounces of wine as women. <laughs> yeah. Five <laughs> ounces of wine is all I can endorse. But, yes, oh. you're allowed one glass of five-ounce oh. glass of wine a day. <laughs> On Christmas, Christmas Eve, there's New Year's, then there's Valentine's. There's, I mean, and then there's just days that you need it just for our blood well, pressure. Can. We need the wine. Yeah, well, no, one would be okay. Two may take it up higher. So just you can't go more than two for the holidays, for Christmas Day and for New Year's Day. That's all I can endorse. Peggy, I'm sorry. Well, I so tried. You have to, but you just have to take a deep breath. 
Calm <laughs> down. Is, no, go to that this, the happy place in your mind. I got I got the thing. Basically, I like we that. can cut our days into two days, so you can go to sleep, wake up, have some wine, go to sleep again, and wake up again. That's how no, I figure. You just I have figure. to go That's... to the happy place in your mind, and and you can, you know, think you're drinking when you're not. No, thank <laughs> everybody. I I want you to know, Dr. Jackie Ubani, Jacqueline Ubani is a cardiologist and electrophysiologist who had to teach me how to say that word. And uh, she is also the best-selling author of Women and Heart Disease, The Real Story. Mm -hmm. She's been on our show for years. And uh, her whole goal is to get women to be heart healthy. And, um, you know, and we're allowed red wine. That is true. We are allowed red wine, and she's taught us Mm -hmm. that. So, Peggy, are you happy with that? We're allowed red wine as women? You've got to be good. You've got to be happy about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're all about moderation anyway. Yes. And, uh, you know, we, we make clean wine, so one glass yeah. a day would be good for you. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I want to make sure Karen over at Line of the Rose is here, too. Karen and Steve yep. run the Line of the Rose bed and breakfast out in hey. Asheville. They know that hey, we everybody. are naughty about naughty about the one five-ounce glass of wine at times, right? You know, <laughs> behave, right? Tell, tell Dr. Jackie how well we behave. They Michael They're very well-behaved. Michael and Mark can tell you that we're well-behaved, right? <laughs> Mark just holds five ounces, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well it good. depends on what you mean by ounce. Yeah, See, there's ounces and there's ounces. I know. It's, you know, it's how it goes and how it rolls. You know, you guys. I, you know, Doctor Jackie, how have you been? What's? How do you feel about this year? I mean, it's we've gone through so much pandemic crud, right? And how been, do you yes. feel now in healthcare? Definitely, and, and I had a better year. Oh, but definitely a better year this year than last year. Because as you know, I'm a oh. traveler, so I was really happy when we were able to travel abroad again. So mm-hmm. I was able to cover, go to three countries. Well, yeah, one, two, yeah, three countries this year. And, cool. um, and you know, do the things that I absolutely love doing. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so it was, it was a good year. And I'm hoping that next year will be even better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I love that. I think, I think it will because I think, okay, I'm hoping that COVID is under control and people get it that, you know, if you're worried, wear a mask, you know, don't be, right. uh, you know, just use your brain. Yeah, get get boosted and uh, just stay yeah. stay careful. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And then I want to I mean, bring could... our next guest on. Hold on one second. Okay. Hold on. I'm not trying to be rude. Steve Schneikert, I think he is our next guest. We're going to send him a If that's okay with you all. Did I hit it right? Did I hit the Steve Schneikert Hollywood history button? Yes, you did. Oh, thank goodness. Because Nancy, Steve. I just cut Nancy off of talking <laughs> and she would give me hell for years. Like, you know. <laughs> so welcome back, Steve. How are you? Hey, thank you. I'm doing well. How about you guys? We're doing good. We've got, you know, favorite friends here. We've got Peggy Fiendaka from LDV Winery. You know, Wine Time. uh, Wine Time uh, on Wednesdays with with Peggy. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got 
Steve, we've got uh, Mike, you know, Miguel, as I like to call him, Michael, and we've got Mark here. You know them. Hey, gentlemen. Hey, Steve. Hey, Michael, you sound, you're you're going in and out again. So that sounds bad, but, like, you've got to go in a different room or something. You're cutting in and out. Okay. Oh, oh, wait, now you're there. You're there. Now you're there. You're there. Stay there. Stay there. We've got Johnny. Johnny Schaefer here, the singer-songwriter. You know him. Hey, Johnny, happy birthday to you. Yeah. Happy happy birthday. You're welcome. He's here. We've also, uh, we've got, I think, Lisa, are you still there? I think Lisa went away. I'm totally still here. Hi, Steve. Yeah. Hi. Lisa, Lisa Snyderman is still here. Uh, you know, from AD, uh, com, yes. thegrievingproject.com. She'll be back on in our New Year's as well. We've got life coach and author Shelly Wizen. Shelly, you're here. I, I think you've met Steve before. I'm not sure. I have. I'm not yes. sure, but it sounds like it. I think so. Yeah. I, I think, think so, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think uh-huh. so. Um, Steve, um, yes. I want to make sure that you get fed, uh, you know, we got Stephen Karen, by the way, so that means you may have to have sausage, if that's okay. Stephen Karen serves sausage at the end, sausage day. We haven't even it's asked them what they're going to eat and drink. Day. Armor hot dogs. Okay, okay. We have to have a right. Steve, both Steves, right now. One, right two, now? three. We want to hear the Armor Sausage song. So one, okay, let's two, start three. together. This. Okay, are you ready, Steve? One, two, I'm ready. Okay, I'm gonna count it down. One, two, three, go. Armor, uh, armor uh, hot dog. dog. What kind of kids uh, eat armor hot dog? Fat kids, skinny kids, kids who climbs on rocks, tough kids, sissy kids, even kids with chicken pox love armor, love armor, armor hot dogs. The dog can love to bite. Guys are off on so, timing. Sorry. What happened? So what happened to you? I wish I was an Oscar Mayer wiener. Right. That's, That's the a only one I know. I want to be. What happened Lisa, to that? Lisa Snyderman cannot have the sausage, right? Or can you? <laughs> <laughs> can, no, I think can, I'm right. I no, I'll do some. I'll do some meats. I just don't do beef and pork, but I'll do turkey and chicken and fish. Well, you're Me and you're too. celebrating Hanukkah That's what right I do, now, Lisa. right? So you I was just gonna say, why didn't I say I would do potato latkes for my oh, food? Oh yeah, I didn't oh, even I think about it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Peg, yep. Peggy, it's, Peggy, it's, you'll do some sausage, right? Oh, gotcha. That was great with red wine. See, Peggy did a whole charcuterie board. We talked, and she did a sausage day thing, you know. We got sausage. Okay, Michael, what are you going to do? Because I know you're a vegetarian. What are you going to do about sausage day? Because, I mean, Christmas, something has to happen. What am I going to do about sausage? Is that an important part of Christmas? Don't go there, please. Uh oh. What? What? Well, do you eat vegetarian sausage? There are, yeah, there are vegetarian sausages. Uh Yeah, they are plant-based. Uh huh. All kinds. Plant-based. Yeah. Mark, do you eat sausage? Do you? I think I I remember you doing something with chorizo last time we were over. I remember something about that. 
don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe soy, we're talking about soy, it. I don't know. Soy chorizo. Yeah, with a soy soy base. Are um, you doing Which tastes chorizo. actually pretty good. It's just like the the sausage based ones. So it's just about base, getting the spices say. right for that. Correct. Mm-hmm. And the okay. texture. You have to have texture and spice. Doctor Jackie. Please. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, wait, who is calling me? Yeah, I was. I just wanted to make sure Dr. Jackie was there because I just wanted to say how much I enjoy her segments and how much I respect her. Oh, oh we, oh, we all you. love her. Oh, we all love you. Dr. Jackie. Dr. Jackie yeah. is awesome. I, yeah. I she does because, because, look, she talks about women and heart health, and it really means also many to know about women's heart health because we don't mm-hmm. do the Sanford and Sons kind of um, you know, going down things. You know, women right. go you know, down in a different way. You and know what? Yeah. I yeah. want to ask you something, Doctor Jackie. I wanted to ask yeah. her about sausage, but anyway. No, I okay, want to go ask ahead. her about because we because of our travels and we spend time in rest areas and we see how people walk. And if you like Sanford and Son, Fred Sanford walks. Like he wobbles side to side to walk, and uh-huh. most people walk forward, like one foot in front of the other. But he wobbles like a like side to side, and I'm wondering if that's a heart thing or because he's, you know, I know it's a TV series and he's always like Elizabeth, I'm coming. It's the big one. <laughs> Is that a Side of a heart problem when you wobble back and forth instead of stepping forward when you're walking? Uh, no, I think okay. no, I think that's a separate gate issue. <laughs> it's a separate gate issue, and that's probably him. I don't know if Red Fox walked like that, but I thought that that was his acting. Dude, Red, like Red Fox is, yeah, I love Red Fox. I, I don't think I, I don't I don't think he walked like that, but no, it is not a part of. Or okay. heart no. Are we allowed to have sausage? <laughs> uh, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Hanukkah. <laughs> it's Kwanzaa. It's all in, the holidays. Can we be <laughs> sausagey? Yes, in moderation. Uh, but sausage you in moderation, sausage everybody. Be, you don't want sausage to be your main dish every day. No. So it's it's okay uh, to have it a little bit on the side in moderation and save those for special occasions. So, Dr. So Jackie, last said, night, not last night, the night before no, last but, night, we went to Trenton, Georgia, and met some dog rescue folks in a barbecue place. And I did the best thing I possibly could on having the most healthy dinner I could. And it turned out to be a big sausage covered with barbecue sauce, bacon, macaroni cheese. <laughs> Dr. Jeff, Dr. Jackie just what, said it's what, okay to have sausage, sausage on the side. <laughs> and and I photographed it, and it still didn't make sense in the photo because it was just so covered with macaroni cheese and barbecue meat. Like, what would you think that about that? That was the most unhealthy yeah. meat. Yeah. Like to me. I, I had would it have for to breakfast, say, right? I had it for dinner, and I was wow. happy, but it was so salty. No, yes, it was so salty because I'm not used to that, but, like, it wow. was, I'm just, no, it, that was, was that most, a naughty, naughty, naughty no-no? No, it was the most yeah, unhealthy thing. Yeah, that was a big thing. no-no. Yeah, and it doesn't even sound good. That was just too much. 
Chocolate with a splash of amarula cream. Ooh, ooh, right. And then yeah, uh, like a, a just I'm I'm gonna stay on the sweet sna- uh, snack size and and just go like with some gingerbread cookies. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I like that. I like that. So everybody, the bus is going to Knoxville area. Stay tuned. Now wasn't that pretty? Everybody, we are going to Knoxville because we have the author East SM joining us. East is awesome. Um, 
She she really is. She wrote the book Mercy's Quest, and you can go to mm-hmm. the website theartisteast.com. And welcome back. How are you, East? I'm doing well. How are y'all doing? We're doing good. good. Apparently, our bus hey. is like detouring and doing all kinds of stuff and not being on time and being late, and it doesn't matter, <laughs> does it? It's a holiday party. I mean, we're just being relaxed and casual. <laughs> well, That's I feel right. like, and, and you just did a big world trip, so you know that stuff never goes as planned. Never, no. <laughs> Especially since my luggage made it to Africa the day I got to France, and Africa was not where I was going, and I never got my <laughs> luggage back. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I I think I'm sorry. I'm sorry that's about that. Funny. Did you? No, I'm did sorry, you... that's funny. So still it not. Be, honestly, it ended up working out because I bought a whole new, uh, you know, European wardrobe because I was there for three weeks and I never got my my luggage back. So I I, I had to unfortunately mm. buy some clothes. <laughs> so did it ever catch up to you? Because. It came to me uh, five weeks later after I left, yeah, and, and the strange, crazy thing is it was a carry-on, and I, I intentionally told my partner, I said, I'm going to take a carry-on so my, so my luggage won't be lost, and I think oh, I just probably God. called that in for myself. So. No, because, see, because we traveled so much, I've had the experience of luggage getting before, going there before you get there, and then people throw it out. Or mm. luggage getting there like two years later? No, it, it, mm. the, the, I don't know. It's like you know how like people who surf have the little thing around their their wrist that ties to the surfboard. That's what's mm-hmm. got to happen with luggage. You got to be connected. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, forward. That's the plan. <laughs> but but, listen, yeah, but you you, you did some. I, you know, and we're going to play Johnny's song, but I, I, you know, I know this is a party, but I have a couple of musical things to play, but you just went through this whole thing through Europe of like, it was a spiritual journey. Like it was definitely crazy. A, it was a pilgrimage. Absolutely. Yes. So um, I want to play I wanna... a song. Yeah. I want to sure. play a song and then you talk a little bit after this. Uh, I want to see what what you think. This is by Michael and Spider. Michael's on the show, Michael Ely. Um, I want to play Lotus Blossom because when we think about life on Earth now and as we go, I just, this song, no matter what, I've played it on nature shows, uh, all kinds of shows, health shows, just shows that it just is, it brings you into a center. So, I'm interested to see what you think about this. And Johnny, we're going to play yours. And I'm, Johnny, I'm waiting to play your song for when Arlene comes on the show because she's from Louisiana and she'll really get into your, yeah, she'll, she'll (laughs) dig into that cake. Let's put it that way. But, um, and we also are going to play a song Solstice by Mae Edwards. And the Solstice has happened. It's here. But um, take a listen to Lotus Blossom. Michael, do you have anything to say before I play it? Or can I just go for it and play it? Go for it. And sorry, Lisa, this is Lisa 80. Oh. Sorry, I just <laughs> wanted to tell you I'm getting off the bus in Asheville. Thank you. So much fun. Listen, listen, listen. When you get off the bus, take a left, go up the hill, w- <laughs> and you'll be at the line on the road. I just want to make sure that you do that. I thought you were – I'm sorry. And so everybody yes, – Lisa, Lisa will be back on the show 
next month in January mm-hmm. for our yep. holiday party, January 9th. So stay tuned, and she'll tell you everything that she's doing, which is a lot of stuff. So everybody, <laughs> happy holidays! Oh, those so much fun. Bye. Thank you. Bye. All right. So everybody, here it is, Lotus Blossom. I'm a bad bus driver. Again, that was Michael Ely and Spider, and uh, that was Lotus Blossom. And I think that's an important song uh, when we think about the holiday season and uh, everything that we think about. It's about peace, you know. So awesome. uh, I know our bus has been around and around the block, um, and we've been late and early and not early, really, but late. And we have a lot of people (laughs) that want to get off the bus, maybe. But um, but thank you for listening to that. But Michael, that is one of the most beautiful songs we've played it on so many shows. That is just a special piece that I, I think love we it. needed to play today. Um, I have know, plans so, for it. We'll talk yeah. later. Yeah, uh, Marco, are you still on the bus or did you bail? I don't know if she's there or not. <laughs> I think Marco had to go. Everybody had to go at different I, times. I, I, no, she but, fell off the bus. I saw she her. Didn't bail. I, <laughs> no, no. She didn't fail. I don't know. We, we need butt. to turn back and check on her. 
<laughs> everybody, everybody. But honestly, I, because we played it on a lot of shows that she's been on, but the Lotus. Michael, tell us about that though, because you go from Red Wedding to that mm-hmm. Red Wedding glam, glam. I'm like glam, glam punk rock that's hardcore, but it's not hardcore. It's like real, like. Heartbeat, right? And then well, you go to that, which is a different heartbeat. It's two heartbeats, a different. Well, yeah. Thing. When we were when we were young, we were rock and rollers. But as we got older, we got into more like doing soundscapes, mm. which is you yeah. know. I, but it's the same thing in a way. One is as faster than the other. They're both soundscapes of what happened mm-hmm. at the time. Right, music reflects reflects who you are and what you're going through at any given time. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. That's true. What yeah. do you think of it, East? I want to go to you. What do you think of that um, kind of music? I thought it was absolutely lovely. As a person that I always say I'm a fan of music before I'm a fan of anything, and um, I actually took that moment to draw the winter solstice card for us. We don't have to oh, discuss that right now, cards. but it was, oh. it, was, it was a beautiful moment, I thought, to really pull that kind of energy in as well. Very centering. I, I agree with everything that you say. And and also, uh, I also feel very centered when I listen to obituary. I'm a death metal person. So. <laughs> oh, cool. oh, listen, listen, we got to do this. Wait, before you pull the card, you haven't had a drink or food. We need to take, We need. you need sustenance. What would you like? Okay, sure. I would love uh, to recreate maybe a meal that I had in France recently. I'd love mussels straight from the Mediterranean Sea uh, because I'm not extra or anything. And maybe some white wine to go along with that. <laughs> that would be, uh, Yummy. That would be fantastic. Oh, very nice. Okay. Well, Priscilla will, will go right the bus is going to the Mediterranean She's right going, now. I'm, I'm going to need us to hop across the ocean really quickly. She can do anything. We we can do anything we want. We're all adults. So, okay, so I'm now sure. that look, look, she's stuff. already served it. Oh, my gosh, Priscilla has redeemed herself. She's already served it. And, um, you know, I want to make sure that Steve Schneikert has got the sustenance that he wants, too. Steve, are you good? Are you feeling hungry, thirsty? Did Priscilla take care of you or not? Uh, yeah, I'll have her? something. I'll have something. Yeah, I told yeah. her to take her time and go to the other guests first. Yeah, she she was being a brat. <laughs> She's messing. I with would me. like She's I would like me. a a kale and Brussels sprouts salad with the salmon on top. Oh my gosh! And then a Perrier. Wow. I'm trying to be good. My, my, I'm sorry, but my butt is Yuck. puckering right now. <laughs> Seriously? It's a great salad. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Just like, as soon as I hear kale, I know things are going through and out and cleaning out. And just, just make room. It's coming out. It's going. Like kale is another word for It would wind. pair well with my poo driver. <laughs> if you say kale, that's another word for wind force. <laughs> oh boy. It's never affected me like that. Oh my gosh, she's pulling a tarot card and we have wind. I don't know what to say about that beast. I don't know. <laughs> we have the winter wind. 
you know, please don't, because we're going to get it tomorrow. Like, you're not that far from us, right? I think we're all going to get it tomorrow. I'm Gale Force winds. Kale Gale Force right. winds wow. from Steve's kale. Another energy source. <laughs> Does anybody else, uh, you know, what? Anybody else need food or wine or something to drink? Did Did we miss out? Because apparently we're terrible hosts, and Priscilla is just a little sock monkey. So if we miss out, like tell us. <laughs> Oh, we did. I only have okay. a drink. I All don't good. have food. Oh. But, but I only have oh. a drink. I don't have food. Oh, well, then what would you oh, like? What do you want? Well, this time of year, actually, one of my favorite things, which I know kind of grosses Michael out, but I love menudo during the holidays. <laughs> oh. Well, then, oh. you know, you want menudo. Oh. Don't you only do that with a hangover? Remember? <laughs> Don't you do that with a hangover? Isn't that only a hangover food? Yeah, that, we had that uh, in Mexico yeah, once, really and it was a back. real eye opener. <laughs> I like it as a free hangover meal. <laughs> That's the best way I could put it. <laughs> it's an acquired taste. It, believe me, it took me years to get used to the beef tribe. Yeah, well, no. Yeah, it's no, different. You can. You can East, I think you better pull the tarot card because, like, I, I don't know, man. Our, our, food, our food is changing rapidly. Rapido. <laughs> but, but East, did you have good food? Did you have good food? In, in, I mean, it looked like you. You went to Jim Morrison's grave. I thought that was pretty cool. But, I did. Like, I was mostly in uh, Provence in southern France, and so the food obviously was extraordinary. It, you know, and Paris obviously has great food as well, but I went from Provence to Paris to England, and that was a bit of a letdown. <laughs> <Some food. laughs> well, I'm so glad good old hearty beef stew, you know, I was ready to, to go back to the, to the pastries and all of the good things, but it was great. The food was fantastic. Wow, wow. Mm. So what what's <laughs> coming for us with your tarot cards? Like, are we gonna be okay next so, year? Well, Uh-oh. Prob- probably not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I think astrologically, without getting into to too much detail, everyone collectively is experiencing this, this stripping away of, of the things that no longer serve us. And, and that's really in alignment with winter solstice because it puts us in that space of the alone. It strips away the sun so we can truly kind of see how bright our light is or how dim and, and how we need to address wow. that going forward through the year. And so the card that I pulled during that beautiful Lotus song, was it Lotus Blossom? I want to get it right. Um, yeah. That uh-huh. beautiful song, um, Ace of Cups. And so what I really love about the aces is there's accountability there. Because, uh, for example, when you think about the full in relation to all of the aces and the minor arcana, it's new beginnings all around, right? But when the fool comes through, it's a very unassuming kind of position. So you, all you have to do is really show up. But with the aces and the minor suit, we have to remember that we, we see the opportunity. It's very clear in front of us, but we have to make the choice to take that opportunity. And but, so it's mm. – but with, I, with, the, with the suit of cups specifically, it addresses uh, the balance that we have between our heart and our own intuition. So when, I, when I'm doing readings for people and I have a lot of cup cards – I like to look at 
the first thing. Are we living too much of the human experience, so much in our feelings that we're missing kind of the divine draw, the divine pull? Or are we so focused on destiny and that divine call that we're not having a human experience? Because I think the cups give us an opportunity to really respond that. And so what I love about the ace specifically is it's a chance to kind of start over and to start new because we know that, you know, the ace of cups is like a container for the love that the universe is really giving to us to pour through us. And we have to make the choice to say, okay, I'm worthy to receive this new way to show up in my heart. Am I going to use that and connect with that and start expressing in a new way from that space? And so I love the newness that comes with aces. It says, you know, maybe we are comfortable with how we love. Maybe we are comfortable with our heart. But it doesn't matter because this is the year to really kind of look at things from a different space of presence and really show up in a different way and let that flow through us more with ease. And and I have found kind of a pattern in a lot of the folks that I've read around solstice with people having to show up more from their heart space. You know, I think we get so saturated by the political climate and technology and all the things that we're submersed in that it's really a time for us to kind of check back into the alignment of our heart and stop saying what do I think you know as opposed to just how do I feel what do I feel right now and so I think in the coming year if I had advice for that it would be how are you checking into your heart is that in alignment with something that feels good to you or is it depleting and is there an opportunity for you to love in a different way Mm, I love that. Do, 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 do you think, you know, sometimes I, I think people on the whole are so into their lifestyle and what they're doing that they don't look the, at at it from the universe perspective. Like they don't see the whole pie, if, if you want right. to put it that way. Like, yeah, we're forever changing, and and, and, yeah. and as was mentioned earlier about music, we're always reflecting kind of the experience that we're in, and that's movement. And as long as we're kind of aware and acknowledging that movement, then we're open, you know, to having that evolution internally. But I think sometimes people do get stuck in routine, and they're, they're like, okay, I've, I've assessed the fact that I'm here to be an artist, and this is the only way that I can show up and do art. That's so limiting, mm. right? Yeah. Because we as artists, we just continually evolve through our expression. So it's really about just unlimited possibilities and making sure that we're open to that. Mm, I think that's with business owners too. I mean, it's like, Mm -hmm. I want to go to Steve and Karen on that. You guys are innkeepers and there's Mm -hmm. no way you don't have a day of change. Right. Exactly. Every, we have a similar routine, but it it varies from day to day depending on who's here and just whatever (laughs) happens. Yeah. Yeah, but you guys are awesome hosts. I mean, no, but it is. It's true. I mean, you 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 guys serve you know uh, breakfast, and people could mm-hmm. last minute say, "Oh, I can't eat this," or "I need that," or whatever, and you have to yeah. change everything that you do, which I think is amazing that you do that. And you know, it's like I don't want bacon; I want sausage. You know, it, you know, sausage day, everybody. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Sausage motivated conversation. I know it's about sausage with Stephen Karen. No, this is, it, oh, it, it I need, is I need to go back and let people know why. It's because they have Ozzy and Oreo, the two little doggies, and then they've got kitties mm. down there, but, and the innkeeper's quarters. But the two doggies know if it's sausage day, because Steve sings sausage day. 
It's sausage. Yep. When they serve <laughs> sausage to guests, the dogs know they get sausage. They do. They, they do. do. And Absolutely. everybody in the neighborhood knows sausage is happening, quite <laughs> frankly. <laughs> and then we did a radio, a two-part. We basically got four hours of footage on October 4th, uh, 1st this year for Sausage mm-hmm. Day. We did four hours of Sausage Day footage. Is that crazy or what? But we did. We fun. played sausage games. <laughs> you know, we had a good time, and and that's important. But mm-hmm. you know, I I want to go to. I know Steve and Karen, you have to run. But the two of you, yep. Karen, let's start with you. Yep. What are you happy about this year and looking forward to next year? Well, we appreciate everybody who's been here. As far as guest wise, it's been obviously crazy since 2020. So we we appreciate anybody who's here. Um, so we can do what we continue to love, you know, what we love to do. Mm. What about you, Steve? What was the question again? I don't know. How much sausage can you, can you? (laughs) How many sausages can I fit in? Oh, oh, oh. How, can you, how many sausages can you, you can put tell in your pocket? You it's this hour of the show now. Oh, We're talking sausage. <laughs> so, yeah, what what are you happy about this year and going into next year? Oh, are you I'm just happy that nice? all the new friends I've made and um, going into next year, hope to make some more friends and find some new adventures along the way. Yeah, you guys took Sounds us on good. some we good will. adventures last year. Like, hey, oh, this I, year just, I have to give a shout out to you. It's the best place to stay. It's so much fun. Yeah, and and, and, and uh, no, and, oh. and uh, no, it's comfy. It's homey. It's beautiful. It's clean. The food's good. I just can't. I. <laughs> it's classy with dogs and being comfy. How do you have that? <laughs> like, right. I'll tell you, dogs spell class. <laughs> I took it on that way. Hikes, the hikes that we went on, like that that hike out in the meadows with all the butterflies, like literally oh, that crazy. Was amazing. I'll never yeah. forget having that one butterfly going going over my head, and I literally felt and heard the wings. And you I've heard, never. Yeah. That is, I still don't it's get cool. that. I don't. I, I because don't, maybe it's because they were getting cold. I don't know, but like I heard the butterfly wings. I mm-hmm. mean, that's weird. I've never that, had that's that. That is cool. But you have to get out in nature to hear that stuff. And you then do you realize what you're a part of. Does mm-hmm. that happen to you, Mark, with with your photography going out in nature? It does, actually. So there's, like, certain times of the year that I really look forward to being out there when you have certain sounds and, you know, the wind's blowing. Um, It it makes it almost a a surreal little experience being out in the desert. Yeah. It's a a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm going to be cool. I don't like to hear that sound. I, mm-hmm. I like to hear the butterfly sound, but the rattle we don't like. But um, I know we're no, going to go. We're gonna, I, like, I like the rattlesnake sound. It's so cool. I do. And they coil up and they do the little shake. From a distance. No. Not, no. not no. when they're like three feet away from you. I know. Well, because it's exactly. so cool. Because you look at them, you're like, dude. Oh, listen, so, listen. Uh, we're, we're going yeah. to Natchitoches, okay, Louisiana sorry. now to pick up Arlene. And on the way, we're going to play. 
Johnny, are you ready for us to play your song? Are you? I know it's your yep. birthday, and you've been waiting a long time for us to play <laughs> your song. Happy birthday! I mean, it is you. Johnny's birthday. Birthday. And Please. I wanted to play this for when Arlene came on the show because it just makes sense that we go to Louisiana and we're playing the song called "The Baby and the Cake," and she'll get it. Um, Stephen, Karen, <laughs> I, I know you may be getting off the bus in Natchitoches, yeah. Louisiana, but it's not that far of a walk from Louisiana <laughs> back to Asheville, North Carolina. It should be a little okay. warmer, at least. It's warmer, yeah, and you will so. find alligators. You know, we love alligators. In nature. And mm-hmm. Natchitoches is dog-friendly, and you'll love the downtown. And I'm telling you, it's the best place to get off the bus. If you're going to get off All the right, bus, get good. off the bus in Natchitoches, Louisiana, the oldest city in Louisiana. So on the way, here we go. Here is The Baby in the Cake by Johnny Schaefer. And everybody go to, it's johnnysings.com, right? Do I, do I have that right? Here, here, here Johnny. Here, Johnny. Here, Johnny. Johnny, Johnny yeah. What is yep. the Johnny Sings thing that I know? Is that just social media? Here, Johnny. Here, Johnny. Johnny. Not yep. here's Johnny like the, the you know, right. movie. Here is here. Here, Johnny.com. Here it is. But here it is. The Baby in the Cake.
And uh, that is a song by Johnny Schaefer, The Baby <laughs> in the Cake. Johnny is here on Big Win Radio for our winter solstice and holiday happy hour. And it is his birthday today. And so, <laughs> yay! Is it yes. the baby in the cake, Johnny? Here, Johnny.com, H E A R, Johnny.com, by the way. Um, but welcome back, Johnny. It, Thank you. I love that song. Me too. What happens when you, you get the baby? Yeah, like if you I get well, the baby you, inside on the baby. I thought you get it in your mouth, you What happens? What, what happens if you get well, the I mean, baby? It's plastic, so yeah, you have to spit it out. <laughs> but is there something that happens if you if you're oh, the yeah, one that Oh yeah, then gets... you have to. If you're the one that gets the baby, then you have to make tamales. So the idea in the song is the guy's like, please, I don't want to get the baby because like. I don't know how to make tamales, and I don't want to deal with, you know, having oh, a party and all that stuff. So. I, I always <clears> thought it was like a good thing to get the baby. Well, I and, thought uh, it was like, okay. When I was, hmm. yeah, because I was curious, like, in, in Louisiana, because in the Mexican tradition, and most people, it is sort of, you're considered, it's like a prize. Yeah. But the bottom line is you have to throw a party and make tamales for everybody. So, um it's it's kind of that that was the idea of the it's kind of a a two-edged sword i guess so that was the idea with the song is like well everybody says it's a prize but i don't know how to make tamales and so i hope i don't get the baby oh well uh, let's let's get arlene on the show arlene gould everyone from natchitoches tourism so natchitoches.com is a website and that listen it does not like as i say it it does not sound and and write the same way it's N a t c h i t o c h e s Nakedish dot com. The you oldest city like the in Nakedish. We do a show every third Tuesday. We just did a show with Arlene and uh, Lieutenant Governor Lena Gessler. That sounded good. Um, that was good. <laughs> yesterday, and she'll be on our show tomorrow for the historic Jefferson Highway. Jefferson but Highway. Arlene, how are you? Are you here? Are you there? It sounded I like am. the bus just arrived. And I was listening to the song, and, it, and it, it reminded me of our Mardi Gras king cakes, obviously, and the tradition mm-hmm. that we have in Louisiana, and having been born and raised in New Orleans, whenever we got the king cake, the king cake um, which generally they came out on January 6th, it just me, king mm-hmm. cake, whoever got the baby in the king cake had to bring the next king cake to the, you know, like you said, have okay. a party, mm-hmm. but we didn't make tamales yeah. so much. We just had another few cakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So I want to I wanna oh. go to East. East, does this go with anything spiritually with what you've gone through? I mean, with these kind of traditions, does it all connect in some way with what you've uh, written about and what you do tarot-wise and you know everything that you do, because like uh, that, everything that you do would be a whole other show. <laughs> so you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so I want to say not at all. <laughs> in the Appalachian Mountains, and yes, we say Appalachian in the particular part of that range that I live in. We didn't have that type of tradition, really. Uh, no king cake tradition at all. I've traveled to New Orleans. Obviously, I write about New Orleans a lot in my books, but mm-hmm. definitely not a part of Appalachian Mountain witch culture in any way. Oh, wow. Mm. So, wow. yeah, this is interesting. So mm. this is going to be the Spanish side, maybe, right, um, of the culture. Because, Arlene, that's 
kind of your your family too. You know, so that's where that break off is. Appalachian goes to New Orleans, but that's interesting because yeah, it's interesting. definitely not in our area for sure. But what's interesting from wow. Arlene's side, like Arlene, you know, her history goes from New Orleans, and then she is in Natchitoches, right? But there is what's called no man's <laughs> land, and that incorporates a town called Zwali. And there's tamales in Zwali, and they have tamale fest. That's and these it. tamales go. It, I mean, we got to think the Louisiana Purchase went all the way to Tucson, right? Past Tucson to Tubac. And I remember going to to Zwali and having these tamales, which are different. They're more Native American, <laughs> and like it's different. They're lean compared to the tamales. They're thin, like flautas. Like what we would have in Tucson, flautas would be, and I don't know what to say about California on this, but when we went back home to Tucson, to Tubac, and we met with a man in Tubac at the Tubac Presidio, and he's since passed. His name is Sean something, but he's since passed. And he was talking about this history of the Louisiana Purchase and how it connected this country in so many ways. Oh. And we were talking about the Zwali tamales, and he and he had an answer for all of it. And now he's passed away, which sucks. But um, <laughs> it was really interesting to go from Tucson because Tucson, you've got to think about the Spanish coming through Mexico and bringing the Mexicans in into Tucson and you've got to think in 1776 that was when Juan Batista de Anza happened that Juan Batista de Anza brought this bunch of people 200 people and marched them all the way to San Diego on foot men and women and children only one person died and that was a baby that was going to die anyway and it happened at, at San Xavier del Block uh, Mission but no one died, and they walked all the way to San Francisco. Now, this is the time that our country yep. was actually being established, and that is how San Francisco was founded. And so what was fascinating to me, in Louisiana, doing the man's land thing and running around and with Arlene and everyone, going to Zwali, and here's these tamales, and the, the you're literally at tamale shops, and... They're different than what you would have in Arizona, Texas, California, but it's all connected in some way between Native American culture, Mexican, Spanish, and I, I know white people had to get involved somewhere because they do. But mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? It, it's well, it's when you talk crazy. about um, when you talk about California, um, I mean it's really a melting pot here, and we've got people from everywhere mm-hmm. so you, you can't just say there's one kind of tamale or one kind of you know anything and then and then Absolutely. over time they they adjust them and every and people take from this one and take from that one and everyone's kind of got their own take on it and mm-hmm. i didn't even know about the king's cake until i married my husband and uh mm-hmm. then i i found out about that tradition because i mean i'm a preacher's kid and i grew up lutheran and so i mean my grandmother used to make stolen which is a similar yeah. kind of cake but it's not and nothing to do with, you know, Epiphany or the Three Kings or anything. It was usually done at Christmas. And, and the fruit also did represent jewels. But the whole mm. thing of it being shaped like a crown and all that was different. 
And so, and it's and it is interesting how you know with different cultures, how you know with uh, with Mexicans it became where you make tamales, and then in Louisiana she was saying that it, you know you bring the next king's cake. So it's just these things kind of change over time depending on who's you know following the tradition. Because in Louisiana we're always ready for the next party. That's true. Mexicans too. Yeah, Mexicans too. Listen, East, is that the That's same in Tennessee? I mean, we're in, we're just over the hill from you, I think, in Crossville. We're airing live from Crossville. Um, are we are, are we going to share the same cold weather? Like, probably, I mean, probably. See, you guys are um, on the plateau, and I'm down in the valley. So sometimes the the weather kind of blows over us and goes straight to the Smoky Mountain, which is about 45 minutes oh. uh, north from me. So sometimes we miss weather when it's really terrible all around us. But uh, as oh, far as she, look at it. Look, look how proud she is of it, too. She's proud of it. Well, like, listen, we I'm, I'm, I'm originally from Kentucky, and Knoxville, Tennessee is a very interesting place politically, and that's all I'll say about that. Oh, it is. <laughs> hey, listen, we waved at you. We drove through it. We went from Asheville to it. Trenton, Georgia, because we were following this story on uh, rescue dogs. We're doing a thing on mm. dogs. By the way, I can announce this. Next year, we're going to start a whole new monthly series on pet and animal rescue stories. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. we need to take yeah. care of our animals. And um, mm-hmm. that's what we were doing because of a documentary called Free Puppies. Everyone go check it out on all your you know, streaming devices. We did a uh, interview, and one of the rescuers just said, "Well, you got to come here." And she sounds so like that. And we said, "Okay." And we met her, and <laughs> now we're we're. She sucked us in. She sucked us <laughs> into the vortex of rescuing, and but, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. And so we're gonna do it. So we've but always this is been the thing. But this is the thing. I think when we, I, I know we had normally these shows are really party centric. And Arlene, we need to know what you want to eat and drink on the bus, even though you're going to get off the bus soon. But it is about the holiday season. We've got to look back on this last year and what we're going to do the next year. And I think at the end of the day, it always goes back to kindness and doing something. You know, we've got to look at what can we do to do something better. But before that comes... Arlene, what are you eating and drinking? Because you know you miss Miss Priscilla, the little sock monkey. You know you miss her. That's right. I do miss that little Prissy thing. I am going to um, I'm gonna bring some finger food. I'm going to bring some cro- mini crawfish meat uh, and meat pies. Because, uh, you know, we got some famous meat pies here in Natchitoches, and I love my, I love my crawfish, so we'll do some crawfish pies while we're at it. And I guess, you know, Days, and one of my favorite things is eggnog, but this time I'm going to bring eggnog daiquiris. Ooh. Oh, my God. go, girl. Oh, my God. I want to go well, to your place. Well, that's because you can drive through and get them. Steve, <laughs> yeah. Steve do, do you recommend that Nancy and I do that before we call you and tell you when we get to our next destination <laughs> that we went through there? <laughs> <laughs> to the drive-through daiquiri shop. I know. Steve, Steve knows wherever we go. Steve knows. Steve knows. But um, I, I want I want to ask each of us, like each of us, like what are we going to look forward to next year that we can do for positive change? So I want to go to you, Steve, first. 
what do you want to do for a positive change for next year? Have my knees replaced. Ah, you will. And oh boy, you got to have that happen. That's a big one, dude. Mm-hmm. That is a big one. That is a big one. John but I'm happy the way they are right now. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm just very, very pleased and happy just to wake up in the morning and still walk. Mm. So, mm. wow, yeah, I think it's okay. That's one of the the biggest things about Steve, since we've mm-hmm. known him, day one, online mm-hmm. phone calls, and then finally meeting him. Mm-hmm. One of the most resilient human beings we know that won't let MS or any kind of anything get in his way. He takes charge yep. of it. Would that be right, Steve? <laughs> well, if I didn't do that, it would be worse, and I'd get myself sick. Yeah. You know, if you get stressed out or anxiety sets in, yeah. that's poison to your body. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You're doing a good job. And whenever Thank I you. get pissy, he tells me, Lisa, thoughts become things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always reminds me. Good job, Steve. I appreciate that. Yep, (laughs) he does. He reminds me that every time. Thoughts become things. So I'm going to go to Michael, Miguel. Oh, hello. You got to make some more music, Michael. Yeah. Oh, I. I think. I I think that's fine now. But I'm. This year, this year has been epic. Can you tell people how this, epic this, it's this been? Year was, this year was wonderful because, for me, because on Valentine's Day, I got married to someone else who's on this bus. Mark? And, uh, now we're, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, I have to say, you know, like Johnny, I, too, married a Mexican. But the only thing he's talking about, the Mexican culture, is how to say bad words in Spanish. <laughs> I just want to say yeah. that in history, the Mexicans owned most of this country before we were here. So just anyway, saying. anyway, don't, everyone's going to get mad at us. But Michael, can I go back to the fact that you're and and Johnny and Mark, you're all allowed to be married, and we almost lost that, right? So are you yeah. rejoicing right that, now? That was another. That was oh, yeah. another great thing. Yeah. 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 That was kind of yep. scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Johnny, I just have to tell you, I love that song. The uh, vocal arrangements are great. I love the lyrics and that guitar kick. Thank but, you. You know, I, um, <laughs> I, been, I've listened to a lot of Mexican music the last 20 years, and so I think it kind of, some of it kind of <laughs> seeped in, you know, to, to what I do. I'm really yeah. eclectic, so I like to pull from a lot of different things and, so then, I don't know, one day that song just kind of came to me. Thank mm-hmm. you. Very Thank very catchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good. My, I mean, Johnny has been doing so much. He, you, if you mm. follow him on social media, he will keep up with you. And he's so, he's got the Gratitude mm. Club. I love the Gratitude Club, and I'm I'm always late, and I'm never every day. I'm terrible at it. But I do no, it. No, you're and awesome. Yeah, I, can, I really love your posts. I it it really the gratitude club that Johnny runs on Facebook. Mm. I think that's something that everyone should do looking at the new year and you know, 
Willie Nelson says his life turned around when he started counting his blessings. And it's really true. We interviewed his son, and his son told us about how his ex-wife, John Willie Nelson, one of his ex-wives, tied him to the bed with forks and wouldn't let him out. So, like, let let me just tell you, he's right. I'm just (laughs) telling you. The the archive is there on that. But now he's a chia pet. no, he's a chia pet. No, we love <laughs> Willie Nelson, but honestly, it, it, I think what you're doing with gratitude is so huge, and what you do with your music, you're always shining light, right, Johnny? I think you're always doing well, yeah. that with you. Uh, I, I, um, I feel like everything starts with our thoughts, and so we get more of what we focus on, and so I really I try to focus on there's, there's so much to be grateful for all the time, and we don't think about that, and it's funny because the idea in the gratitude club is to post five things a day. And a lot of people are, Oh my gosh, I can't think of five things. And and just being in the club, you see everyone else's posts and you realize, Oh wow. Yeah, I am grateful for that. And mm-hmm. I've, I started it like 13 years ago. So I've, I've over the years, I've, I've actually made some great friends from that club because you just get to know people really well. And mm-hmm. when you see what they're grateful for. And I, I think, um, yeah, I would say also that my life turned around when I started really practicing gratitude. What do you think about that, Eve? I mean, I think intention and mindset is the, the precursor for success for everybody. I mean, if you're not starting mm-hmm. uh, things with mindful, thoughtful intention, that's the first problem. <laughs> and then the tone mm-hmm. of whatever the words are that are that driving force behind artistry mm-hmm. I mean, that's what saves us, you know, and that's part of my Mm. own personal goals going into next year. You know, I spent a lot of this year really kind of in that sun, divine, masculine, very external, uh, physical experience. And I'm, I'm looking to find more compassion in my tone and just how I speak to myself and how I speak through my art and trying to see, you know, what that experience looks like. And, and, and gratitude is something I also started practicing very, you know, religiously about nine years ago. And it absolutely changed my life because it's all about perspective. And just like we were talking about MS earlier, my mom also is someone that struggles with that. And mindset is 100% or I wouldn't say 100%, but probably a large percentage of her health. You know, she has to really keep that yeah. emotional, mental, spiritual kind of mm-hmm. connection really clear. Otherwise, it can do some damage on her already very fragile body. So, and you know, think about people like us that have the good, you know, the blessing to not be so afflicted by something that's very challenging to navigate. But we still have that same reaction to the things that are going on in our life, you know, as far as stress mm-hmm. and how that affects us. And so, okay. and, you know, and it, like everything, like was mentioned earlier, a practice is a practice. You have to stay committed to it. You have to tell mm-hmm. yourself, hey, yeah. this is this is what's worth it for me right now. And that yeah, matters. Yeah, you, would you come in and make us be all, like, realistic now? Like, mm-hmm. get us, get us like, situated, girls. Like, that's good stuff, though. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. I mean it. I, but damn it, like okay, I'm uh, okay. I'll behave. <laughs> but no, I no, no, I love it because really that's the thing. It's like it's so easy to get lost in life now, and I think it's easy to get lost in life so quickly now compared to what it was a few years ago, because of like all this distraction of social media and everything that we do, that we are not. I I can tell you even putting this show together. 
That's why it is the way it is. It is distractions, distraction, distraction, distraction. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? You know, and I think we have that problem in society that we need to pick and choose what we're going to do. And if you're going to do it, do it, you know. And, and so I think that's a real big deal. And I think it's um, a, a way for our world to come back to reality because we get lost on what's going on in politics, what's going on in everything. But I'm going to say just go have a vacation in Natchitoches. Arlene, what are you looking forward to next year? Come on. I know Natchitoches is winning wars all the time, all these things, you know? You know, I yeah, always kind of – I was saying earlier today that how we plan so far in advance, like I know what I'm doing, you know, three, six months from now, and you know, and um, – I just, I want to slow down. I want to just kind of take some deep breaths and and, and not be so, and even in Natchitoches, it's not like that like it is in big cities, but you know how you get so caught up, and like you said, there's just always so much going on and how even social media is just kind of taking over, you know, I don't sleep with my phone in my bedroom. I sleep with my phone charging in the kitchen at night because I don't want to wake up in the morning and the first thing I do or if I get up in the middle of the night, look at my phone because it's like mm. I'm sure it can wait till tomorrow morning. But we are. We're, we're just like addicted to our emails and addicted to mm-hmm. checking our, our messages. And sure. We never give ourselves enough downtime. Um, yeah. And we deserve it. We need, we need to get back to just, you know, yeah. You know when they invented answering machines, there was a reason for that. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. well, we had voicemail too. So, yeah, but I want to go to I mean, Mark. I want to go. We're running out of time, like really quick. Mark, what about you? What do you look forward to for 2023? Well, probably the the one big one is that we will be hopefully in a new home um, in 23. So that should be cool. exciting. Awesome. Ah, awesome. You guys. I want to thank you all and everyone joining us on the show because it's been a rocky show. Just, you know, we've got so many people, so much time and like little time, I should say. But each one of you uh, have been part of our Big Blend life. And I want to thank our listeners over these years. I mean, it's been 15 years. Next year, 16. And Mm -hmm. 25 years of Big Blend magazines. Starting with print, Jeez. and then before that, starting in print in South Africa, with Nancy's magazine Splash. So we're feeling old, and now we're going to go have a cocktail. So here's to you all. Thank you. We're going to close with a song Cheers. called Solstice from May Edwards, and you can go to her website, mayedwards.com. Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate yeah, you. Thank you. We love thank you. Thank you. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy birthday. Happy Happy birthday. I'm giving you all a hug. Happy holidays. Okay, back at you.